space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. We'll write it and we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome content. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Sober and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Thursday, you and yours, 531. Happy Thursday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Morning, bud. How you doing over there, pal? I'm doing fine, man. Family feud day. (laughs) Great, the Maltars, yes. We're going to talk with somebody who uh, is related to Carl Brown this morning. So they say, or so some random man said on the machine, and now it's become a thing. Some people agreed. Some folks agreed, yeah. We'll talk about that. We also have to talk about laptops. Are you getting a new one or something? Jeans and tech support? Dougie boy is. Oh. (laughs) We'll talk about that in a second. I found him one. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, I was reading this story this morning, how uh, out of Italy... Gelato is mm-hmm. uh, uh, delicious very, ice cream very dessert. Popular. Yeah, uh, very popular in Italy. They are making bad gelato illegal under Italian law. <laughs> you make a gelato so trash, they can find you and possibly put you in jail. <laughs> They have like a like a quality control like board there, like a standards board. Yeah, yeah, they, it's exactly what they have. Oh man, I haven't and, had gelato in a long time. Actually, it got me. It got me thinking. I was like, okay, what would be the Canadian equivalent to that? Right? Oh yeah, that's, that's right? good. What would be that? Like for gelato in Italy? Would it be poutine here? I was about to say, if you make a trash poutine, that's pretty bad. But even even trash. I've had some know, just okay trash poutines. I've had some just okay gelato, and it's still pretty good. Yeah, that's that's kind of my thought, right? Yeah. Like I, I've I've definitely ordered a poutine. Ate it and afterwards went, well, I'm not going to go back there. Yeah. But I've never thrown out a poutine. Sometimes it's just swimming. Like, that's too much. Yeah. So I, I do. That's the first thing that jumps to mind. Yeah. But, uh, uh, maybe like our maybe like our syrup producers yeah, could be like I put thought, under the microscope or something. I thought maybe, that was my other one as well. But the gelato thing is interesting. Uh, like who, who they, do they have a do they have a, like a board of trustees that go through and sample? Like, can you can you submit like? A cafeteria that's got like, ice like cream producers yeah. who fail to meet strict quality measures, such as limits on the amount of air added to the mixture, mm-hmm. could be hit with a fine of up to fifteen thousand dollars. That is extraordinary. Multiple, multiple time, uh, uh, or if you're if you're fined multiple times, you could face a few months behind bars. <laughs> That Italian legal system, it's foolproof, from what I understand. <laughs> it's my understanding. Italian Complete, gelato is one of fair. the gastronomic symbols of our country, along with pasta and pizza. <laughs> and you're just spitting in the face of the entire like Italian dessert history if you don't stand up to the standard? Well, apparently... Um, they already have quality control people who will fine you if you don't have good enough pasta or pizza. It's a lot of pressure. And they've now added ice cream. I mean, it's that's a good in theory it's a good practice. <laughs> it's 
Look, what if somebody just like doesn't like you and like reports you to the gelato board? You well, know what I mean? Well, the gelato it's board like, will show up, and as long as it's like, good gelato, you're fine. Greg's gelato down the corner, like he's just having an off Thursday, and he came in and got a mixture that wasn't up to your standard. No, are you going to you, find the guy? Yes, you cannot have an off day. If you're going to make gelato in that country, you better be good. I'd be in trouble if I couldn't have an off day once <laughs> once in a while <laughs> on this show. I got fined every time. Uh, could you imagine? Well, I mean, the, the difference, though, right? This is subjective, right? Yeah. Our, liking our show is subjective. If you don't, well, you suck, and I disagree with you. Wouldn't the gelato but, thing be subjective, too? Like, if they served it to us, we'd be like, that's phenomenal. But they served it to, like, some guy who's been eating it for, know. you know, There's only a few years. ways to make gelato, though. There's only a few ways to make radio, pal. No, there's many different ways. I've I've mm. listened to some crap radio. I don't like a lot of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if we can make them the same. But I think we got. I think poutine would be the one for us. All right. Right. I, I can't yeah, think fair. of anything else that we could line up like that. I'd like to sign up to judge that. The poutine thing or yeah. the gelato thing? No, the poutine thing. Yeah, like me you too. know, gravy richness. Uh, you know, curd. What kind of toppings? Yeah. What type of fries? Yeah. 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 That'd be fun. I did. I actually judged a poutine contest once. Really? Yeah, it was the best contest I've ever judged oh, in my fun. life. Um, one of them, they made a poutine, and the base was macaroni and cheese, hmm. which was fine. Yeah, but it's like I'm there it, for poutine. It sounds like like in your in your brain, it's like, ooh, that sounds that sounds delectable. But then when you get there, it's like, ah, that's no, not what I was looking for. No, I'm here for poutine. I'm not here yeah. for this. Like, no. You know, step your bounds. It was like I think they gave us twelve. I made that one number twelve when I voted. When you when you dragged them outside and fined them fifteen grand, it was inappropriate. That's why you weren't invited <laughs> back the next year. <laughs> That's why I had to leave Kingston and come take this job. <laughs> In shame. That's right. Dick of the day coming up. Uh, let's kick off the show with a Carl Banger. He chose some Metallica. That's right. Oh, Metallica. Song. Yeah, song. Yeah, you chose this. Remember? Think about something else. Oh, it's Whiplash. Hits FM. Let's go. <laughs> A banger, very approved by the text box. Well done, Carl. It's Metallica, 977. It's FM. Soper and Brown Show. Let's get going with our dink of the day. This is insane, Carl. What do you got? This is a TV show out of Iraq. Okay. And I don't even understand how... Somebody didn't stop and go, you know, I think this is a bad idea. It's like a game show or something? It's a prank show. And the concept is they tell celebrities, Mm -hmm. hey, we've got a charity thing. Can you please come on in? We're going to help a family. And then they abduct them, kidnap them, tell them they're a part of ISIS. What? Convince them that they're about to be executed and then have the army come in and save their lives and go, I always got you, pranked you. Oh, my God. The show involves fake ISIS terrorists kidnapping celebrities, strapping suicide vests to them as fake explosions go off. Oh, my God. They spend the whole episode threatening to execute them. The stars believe they're visiting a displaced family for a charity show. But once inside, actors disguised storm the home with gunfire. They're tied up, blindfolded, and strapped. Wow. An actress in her 50s even passed out with fear during the horrifying prank. 
<laughs> Another one, and they had a soccer star. Oh, my God. They have them film goodbye messages. <laughs> just a prank. And then yeah. have them get saved in the end. We're just having some lols. I'm sure you won't look back on this as, you know, terrifying or anything yeah. after. No way you'll have reoccurring nightmares for the no. rest of your life. We're certainly all going to have a laugh when this is over. What is this? this like... It's the most insane st- thing I've ever read. Do you think somebody like somebody in North America is taking notes going, okay, well, if you... <laughs> oh, do we lose Carl? Oh, we did lose Carl. He's so... Carl is so shocked that his system just died. We're pranking. We're actually currently pranking Carl. I had somebody run into his room and uh, convince him that he's... Being kidnapped. And it's it's an insane story. And I don't know how that gets past everybody. Now, it's Iraqi television. Maybe things are a little bit different. But still, how do you not... You know, we're talking about a war-torn country. This seems like a poor idea. Well, I'm going to say any executives that work on that show, they're going to be the dinks of the day. Also, Carl's computer system. Also the dink of the day. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7. Hits FM. You're back, Carl? He's got the hood off. <laughs> I fought him off. Oh, good. I got bodies I got to get rid of. I got bodies. Yeah, him in the stairs. As <laughs> you come by. Bring the hits vehicle. Yeah, there's lots of room in that. Get that van that hasn't moved out of our parking lot in you know, six months. Come to think of it, that uh, probably shouldn't have done fake kidnappings on Carl. <laughs> That seems like a bad. He's a bad guy to do a fake kidnapping. I told a, I told him I knew a very rich Canadian radio guy who owes me two point one million dollars. <laughs> After giving them some light background in your family, they they let me go. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all honesty, my my internet uh, just dropped in the in, entire house. No, wonderful. Chelsea's working too. Hers went off. I heard a I heard a pretty loud f bomb from the room next to me, and I was like, I'm gonna assume the internet's out. Oh, okay, okay. I made a great Dave Coulier joke too, and it just got wasted. Oh, that's the worst. I was talking about. I was like, I bet there's a producer watching that show in North America, thinking if I just took ten percent off, like just a little <laughs> bit off, I'm gonna get away with this. And I was like, oh, I'd be like Dave Coulier in a hood, and I'm like, that's funny. That's a funny thing to think of. Uncle Joey from Full House getting kidnapped, and then, well. That's what happens. A lot of people texting in saying that maybe the producers just watch too much punked. That look, if, that show if, is like punk times a thousand. If that's the lesson you took from punked, a fake kidnapping <laughs> show where you make them plead for their lives and mm-hmm. strap bombs to their chest. Yeah, not like their credit card got denied or something. Yeah, no, no. Whoa! Oh yeah, we're gonna kill you. Oh, oh don't worry, it's just a prank. It's a prank, bro. Just a prank, man. Actually, come to think of it, this. Yeah. Now that I, I, when I was, how old were we? We were 17, hockey team. <laughs> you sure you want to reveal this? I'm going to do it anyways. This is bad. Yeah. It, it was bad what we did. Statute of limitations is clear here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. It was just <laughs> scarring mentally for somebody, yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. Someone. Um, we, yeah, it was, it was like a rookie party. Yeah, okay. And we thought we were, you know, hot, you know what. So. Oh, boy. One of our plans was we all had a rookie that we, you know, were picking up and we weren't telling them where we were going. And one of them, 
we had two guys enter the guy's house, and they he was seventeen, so he's still living with his mom. Entered the house in hooded, you know, like uh, ski masks, and just started screaming, "Get on the floor! Get on the floor!" and grabbed him and dragged him out. The mother was in hysterics, and then one of them took out the mask and said, "Don't worry." Like they put a they put a bag over his head. They're like, they're like, don't worry, don't worry, we're just part of the hockey team. Yeah. And at the time, it seemed funny. <laughs> but right now, I'm thinking, that, that was the worst idea like, that we've ever come up with. <laughs> I never did terrible. I never did ask the mom like if that was horribly scarring for her. You asked the kid at any uh, point? I don't, probably not. <laughs> I can tell you I remember the party being a banger. Oh, sure. I remember the party being great. Oh, yeah. Well, that made up for it. Yeah, oh, big time. <laughs> Jeez. I'm uh, just thinking. That's, that, I thought I had some dark history. Yeah. I, I had actually blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> and as we were talking about the story this morning, I thought. Oh, right. Oh. They did kidnap a guy. Cody Knight was his name. Cody Knight. Yeah, shout out to Cody Knight. Oh, I'm sure he's fine. Right. Yeah. Should I reach out and make sure that he didn't have like years of therapy after that? It might be worth a text. Yeah. Okay. Just a maybe a Twitter DM or something. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, don't do this prank if you're thinking of it. <laughs> All right. That's what I take away from the show today. The Silver and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. Six oh five. Thursday morning. I'm Matt Silver. He's Carl Brown. You know, I just uh, looked at Twitter. Obviously, Doug Ford's still trending, but I got uh, I got followed by somebody. Somebody made a parody account, and man, people work quick with these parody accounts. I just got followed by Doug Ford's laptop. I also have been followed oh, you did? by Doug Ford's laptop, yes. All right, so for anybody yeah. who doesn't know the story before we get into this, do you want to yeah, just recap it quick? Yeah, he's, he's isolating at home after having uh, close contact with somebody in his cabinet. Who tested positive for COVID nineteen? So he's he's they set him up uh, working from I think he's working from his his uh, his late mother's place yeah. in Etobicoke. Yeah. So they scrambled to get him a, a laptop to work off of remotely, and it turns out that uh, Doug might not be comfortable using a laptop and all its functions. He apparently does not know how to use a laptop. I mean, with the usual support that's around him in the in the. Uh, in the cabinet, I guess he's okay, but when he's on his own, maybe has some struggles. The report here says, on Wednesday, Ford's office was scrambling to get him a laptop computer and to teach him how to use it. Yeah. They say he's still using a BlackBerry from 2014. It's not bad. <laughs> it's <laughs> Is not it bad. mildly yes. concerning? Yeah, a little bit. That the premier of the province... Still doesn't know how to use a computer properly. I think it's just an expectation, right? And I don't think it's an unfair expectation of people that are elected, <laughs> you know, as significant leaders have some tech savvy. We live in a world where that is, to me, a, an important part of my everyday life. And when it comes to communicating either with your staff or with the rest of the province, yeah, kind of wish there was a little more there. What? Like, my, my, my daughter can run the laptop. Well, my, my son. My grandparents are 84 and 88 years old, and we set up a monthly Skype meeting, and they know how to use their iPad. As long as they're dialing out, they can operate Skype and and, and Skype me successfully. 
<laughs> and they can email back and forth with their cousins in Finland, and they set up Skype meetings with them. Like, it's not a big expectation. It's it's really not that hard. And he's so. This is the other thing I saw on Twitter yesterday. And this yeah. is what is so the situation just gets more and more embarrassing, frankly. Right between all the between the way they've handled this COVID thing, mm. it's well documented. It's insane. Mm. But now we're sitting here, and we're finding out the guy doesn't know how to use a laptop. It is it's past embarrassing. You know the thing that gets me is he's fifty six. That's up there. Uh, the other thing that gets me is there's a lot of people and people in the media have come forward and said that uh, Ontario's vaccination portal is is difficult to to navigate and to book an appointment. And Ford's quote was, the online portal is easy to use, and I don't want, don't know why people are saying they have problems with it. No, okay. really? Yes, he's, he's said that before. He, he felt that it was very easy and accessible to use. So here's here's what I like as a, as a test. Doug, show me. <laughs> show me your work. Yeah. Go ahead and book an appointment. Show me how you do it. I want you to share your screen. <laughs> with me on a zoom call oh there's it. no way show me how you book an appointment doug if it's so easy and you're so convinced that it's easy and you're you're confused as to why ontario is confused then just show me your work pal that's all it's not asking a lot is it i'll say i'm gonna put a minute on the clock yeah if you can share your screen Navigate and show me how to sign into facebook <laughs> i will vote to re-elect you one minute on the clock go go <laughs> <laughs> that, like, Honestly, though, like, and I did see some people online go, "Guys, he's fifty-six. I mean, you know, that's not that's not old, man. That's young. Fifty-six isn't crazy. Laptops have been around a long time. A long time, man. Maybe if time. you said, well, you know, they're ninety. It's kind of maybe fifty-six, <laughs> yeah. and not- you hold what is uh, aside from being the prime minister." One of the highest positions you can have in this country. Yeah. And you can't work a laptop? Doug Ford, unlock a PDF challenge. <laughs> Set up an Excel sheet. Actually, I don't know if I could do that. I know you can't. Yeah, the, Excel, the Excel sheets are tough. That's my business. The Excel sheets are tough. That's okay? my business here. But I can sign in. Yes, you can. And I can open my email. I just don't do it often. Yeah, but you can. So Maybe. if you, if you want to show me your work, show me your work, sober. If you want to follow this at Ford's laptop, <laughs> this this story dropped yesterday, and somebody has already created a parody account. You got to do it quick. <laughs> you got to get on it quick. That's a good point. The sober and Brown Show. Text messages coming in, people confirming their 70-year-old uh, grandparents know how to work a laptop. These kids know how to work a laptop. Yeah. If you missed it, obviously, yesterday, was, there was the announcements of Doug Ford having to uh, uh, isolate. Isolating. Isolate. isolating from a, he had a close contact with a staff yeah. member uh, who's tested positive for COVID-19. So he's isolating. He's working from home, as many of us have done uh, but- throughout this last, you know, 13, 14 months. But uh, Doug might require a little more technical support than some folks. The report says he doesn't know how to use a computer, which, I, again, I don't know how you can become a premier <laughs> of a province yeah. without being – I just thought that like that was a, a prerequisite. Is it not? 
How much paper are they going through in Doug's office? Holy. Can you not send him an attachment that he can read? You don't and think, you have to you don't, hand it to him? You don't think he's actually reading anything. Uh, you know, paper. that's a whole other story. So somebody's yeah. already on Twitter created a parody account at Ford's laptop. You got to go follow this. We think it might be somebody in the Niagara region. You asked me this morning it if must it was be. me. I thought, I wondered. I was like, Carl, did you set up this bit? Like, No, it's not me because they only follow, we look through their follow list and they only follow three radio people and it's you, me, and Shelby. It's somebody within the uh, Golden followed, Horseshoes. They so. followed other media members, but they like it's like, you know, like CTV News and CBC. I love and it. CP24 and all that kind of stuff. But the only radio people they followed are you, me, and Shelby. That's because I thought it was you. Like, That's not me, man. I figured you were pulling a bit here, which I, A, I was pumped about that. I was like, hell yeah, Carl, get after it. <laughs> No, but I, I'm pumped that it's it it's somebody within the Golden Horseshoe who who has this amount of creativity inside them. I love it. Yep. And reach out to us secretly. Let's work together. You see uh, uh, Alex Jones was trending in Canada, and even he waited okay. on this. I'm glad that you brought this up. Man. So Alex Jones, if you don't know, is <laughs> a far, 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 far right I don't even know. I don't even know if he's got a, if a direction. Yeah, anymore. you're right. He's, he's so he's so deep down the rabbit hole. But he's been, you know, a popular alternative commentary guy for a long time. He's spread a lot of dangerous, dangerous lies, and yeah. he's currently in the process of being sued into the ground. But he still has uh, an audience and yeah. uh, Infowars. In in, yeah, and weighed in on the uh, on the Doug Ford. This is this we play his clips sometimes. Like this is him. We're not going to have Pepsi with baby flavoring in it. I mean, what the hell have we become? Excuse me. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know. Pepsi either. with baby flavoring in it? I don't know, man. Is he saying there's babies in the Pepsi or they're putting formula in the Pepsi? I, d- I stopped trying to analyze that guy's audio a long time ago. You think I'm a coward like you? I'm sorry. <laughs> that one's good. That's my favorite that, of them that all. That one's good. <laughs> but, so th- this guy, who he's, he's a circus of a show, right? He's a buffoon, but he occasionally gives you a good bit. Yeah. He... Even this, I think this is from a little bit back, completely lambasted Doug Ford. Listen to this. Doug Ford has been elected Ontario premier, and he looks like Sylvester when he just got caught eating Tweety Bird. I mean, he looks like the most guilty, lying, just disingenuous sack of garbage. I mean, look at him. It's like a giant demonic ferret. Looks like an evil hedgehog that just ate, ate your freedoms. An I mean, evil hedgehog that just ate your freedoms. I mean, if he knows, you know, Alex Jones could spot a sack of lies just by looking in the mirror. So if he knows, he knows. But uh, it, it's pretty. It's just funny. I'm always, I'm always amazed when like Canadian stories leak out into the rest of the world because yeah. it feels like we're such a quiet country sometimes that when we have like a controversy of this level that people are <laughs> even the crackpots are weighing in on. I was gonna say it's so bad that even the most wild quote-unquote, you know, internet radio host thinks you're a sack of garbage. <laughs> That's not good. And, I mean, if that, if that doesn't terrify you, <laughs> I don't know what will. Am I on the wrong side of history here when Alex Jones is weighing in <laughs> yeah, if has Alex, the upper hand? He might have the upper hand in this argument. If Alex Jones is making some semblance of sense, Ooh, boy. it's gone off the rails. Two weeks of isolation and keeping a real quiet presence is probably right in the playbook right do, now. Do we see Doug Ford on TV again? Oh, yeah. In not the near for a couple, future. Not, not until like May, but yeah. Not until May? 
Yeah, that's my call. Not tell this me. has got to be the most embarrassing kind of stretch of time for a premiere ever. <laughs> I'll have to review the yeah. <laughs> review the tapes because there's been <laughs> there's been some fiascos, but Ooh. yeah, this is it's up there. We're not it's gonna have there. Pepsi with baby flavoring in it. I mean, what the hell have we become? Excuse me. The Silver and Brown Show. We will be moving along from the political chat because yes, I can't. Please. I can't take the text box anymore. Whew. I do. <laughs> I closed I, it. Yeah, it's probably for the best. If you have open mic, you're, if you have open mic questions, you're gonna have to send a, a yeah, carrier I'll, pigeon. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll look after. <laughs> I did like the one person was like uh, Doug Ford said. Uh, you know, it was like his brother got caught smoking crack, and he's like, "Hey, Rob." Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> I got the, you covered. The one guy just texted in, cut him some slack. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that. Yeah, Thanks. they were like they're like, Man, remember how bad Win was? Cut him some slack. We're past the cut slack part. And yep. also, we've we've talked about this on the show. Just because one person was bad doesn't mean somebody else <laughs> can't also be terrible. It's not a time of comparison. No. In the comparison means nothing. Win. a second premier who also has to deal with the pandemic, then we can hold them up and hold apples to apples. Sure. That's a whole different story, isn't sure. it? Sure. Win was bad. That has nothing to do with what Ford is doing. It can we're also talk- be embarrassing. We're talking about the now. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? <laughs> it's insane to me. Okay. Yeah. Open mic. Get your questions in. Pigeon them <sighs> to Carl. Mm. Text them into me. 977-977. We're gonna, here's, the, here's the rule. Open mic will be non-political. No political questions whatsoever. We do not bring up Doug Ford's name in the next 10 minutes, all right? That's the show. Well, no, we can't say that because Shelby's oh, going to bring on. it up. come on. Shelby's going to bring it up. You know she is, and we can't say she can't. Fine. <laughs> Text in your questions for open mic. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977, text the show. You can call us to 905-688-9797. First one that came in was, would you rather eat PB&J sandwiches or bologna sandwiches for the rest of your life? You only get one or the other. How often do I have to eat either of them? That's your only meal. That's Oh, that's it? That's how I it's, took that question. It's not just like one a day? No. Oh. Oof. Uh, PB&J, I guess. It's got to be, right? I'll probably, li- I'll probably live a little longer on that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the only option. Those are not great options, but yeah, I'll take the PB&J. I think, yeah, the bologna one, you would get you would get, get you. sick of both. Yeah, oh yeah, you get very sick of both. But I feel like you could get by on the peanut butter and jam better. Now, what if it's only one a day? Like, it's your guaranteed Like, lunch. I have to have lunch, sure. and it's that. I think it's still PB&J. It is, right? I think it is still. I think a daily dose of bologna will get to you eventually. Bologna, I only enjoy fried up. Yeah, I like to fry it. I maybe do with a, not... Maybe with a fried egg is like almost oh, like a, like a yeah. breakfast. Making a breakfast sandwich, a little fried piece of bologna in there. Fried bologna and eggs yep. is a low-key, mm-hmm. great breakfast. Yeah, put it on some toast, a little mayo, a little mustard too, some black mm. pepper. Dijon for me. Sold. Dijon? Dijon Fine. mustard. Fancy boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I told you, I don't like yellow mustard. Give me that straight French's, baby. Ooh, ooh. 
Yikes. Give me Frenchie and French's. This person said, Carl, I could hear how fired up you were, so why don't you tell me how much you liked wrestling AEW last night? <laughs> I loved it, man. It was a great show again. AEW was good last night. Even the stuff that like that doesn't hit like moves on pretty quickly, but both title matches were great. I thought I thought Darby and Jungle Boy was great. I thought Sheeta and uh and Ty Conti, the women's champion. Oh, that was match, cool. fantastic. Super over delivered. More curious to see where Hangman goes. I thought the yeah, Pinnacle was promo was good, man. TS is TSN three last night, but TSN two every week, eight p.m. AEW Dynamite, best two hours of my week. I say it all the time. Uh, uh, Jeffy Jeff Jeff uh, sent us in the text, uh, and we we do always <laughs> love hearing from from Jeff Nation around here. Quite Jeff out, Nation, yeah. yeah, that's right. We like hearing from Jeff Nation. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, he said, Carl, do you hear Ted Lasso is coming back uh, July 23rd? Yeah, I did hear it. Yeah, okay. Ted Lasso and his biscuits are back uh, July 23rd, which is, <laughs> I, saw, I saw somebody uh, tweet that uh, yesterday and like, look, no pressure, but I have like 85% of all my emotions completely tied to the return of this show. <laughs> it is uh, a very, it's, I always think it's a very difficult time to make an earnestly emotional show and they've somehow managed to do that and it's very good i can't wait for you to one day see it you'll see it three years from now i know but yeah it'll be like it'll be 2023 20, and we'll be doing an open mic break you'll be like so i started watching ted lasso and you'll be like i'm gonna hold my head in my hands <laughs> hey i look you'll, i was behind get, on letter kenny you'll get there eventually it'll, it'll, and you're gonna really you're gonna really enjoy it is what i'm saying we should we can like adjective letter kenny i can be like hey mm-hmm. i letter kenny uh ted lasso yeah. Yeah. as in i watched all nine seasons yeah. in like a, three I waited, weeks i waited four years until after it was hot and then i watched it that's it's right really good I, it's I really it, good i did it very quickly if it's any mm-hmm. consolation yeah it is yeah. uh last one here uh, i like this question it said boys when you're ordering from a fast food place do you eat the fries first the burger first or a combo uh typically and my wife would confirm this when it comes to fast food and other stuff too i will eat my sides ahead of the like the main piece of the dish you'll go all fries before you get to the burger not like not every time but it is it and less so now that i'm older but i used to be a really like compartmentalized eater i i eat like somebody who has no fear they're gonna finish the meal you know what i mean yeah i'm not worried like oh i'm gonna eat all my fries and feel full it's not a problem okay it's not a problem <laughs> so <laughs> chelsea always asks why do you do that i'm like i am hungry enough and convinced that i will be able to fi- like finish this whole meal so i will literally leave my favorite parts to the end <laughs> because i know i've got the space and time this is see that's what my kids do We're, like yeah. we'll always you know there'll be like a veggie some yeah. kind of carb starch thing and then a yeah. meat and they always save whatever they, they they don't mix they often you know will eat yeah. in portions yep. and they save their favorite thing for the last yeah they're like well i don't really like broccoli so i'm just going to devour that first yeah I, I do the i do the same thing it's the reason i do the dishes immediately after the show every day i yeah. hate doing it yeah, so i just fair. do it immediately rip the bandaid off i i've said on this show many times that i am a man who likes routine i do the same thing every time Mm-hmm. I eat a few fries out of the bag in the car. Yeah. I get home. I then pour my fries onto whatever it is, the the foil or whatever of the burger. Yeah. Pour the fries on there. I'll eat two more or three more fries, then devour the burger, adding no fries to that experience, and then finish with the fries every and single finish. time. 
Is it weird that the not being able to wait till you get home and eating car fries thing gets to me a little bit, or is that right on brand for Carl? That's Brown? right on brand as yeah, the, as I a thought that weird was right thing. Dead center in the that middle. Is yeah, so weird. Car fries are like top three way to You're enjoy. Be home fries. in three and a half minutes. Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to argue about this. We will argue about this another time because Very Shelby well. is up in less than ten minutes. God, just enjoy something, Carl. Absolutely not. Headlines. With Shelby Knox. Shelby, a very important question to start. Okay. If you're having a burger and fries, Mm -hmm. what order do you eat them? Fries first, burger first? You got to do the fries first because they get cold faster. Cold fries are the worst. You're a fries first. What about then? Isn't the burger getting cold? No, because the burger's got more substance to it. It can hold its heat longer. Mm -hmm. Very true. So you're devouring all the fries before the burger? Listen, I... I don't know what this says about me, but I have to eat things in an order and to completion. So like, hell yeah, if I'm if I'm eating, (laughs) this is the worst example, but I used to get made fun of by um, the family that I lived with in Toronto, because whenever we had stew, I have to eat all the carrots and they need all the potatoes and then pick out the meat. Like I can't even separating within a stew or like a soup. That's crazy. No, well, not like crazy, but yeah, no, it's, no, it's, it's fine. It's normal. It's, it's oh, well, I wouldn't go that far. Is it? It's very normal. unique. Shelby. Unique is the right word. <laughs> no. So if you were making like a curry dish, right, and it had like peppers and mushrooms and chicken, mm-hmm. you wouldn't mix on the spoon. No. Wow. You eat the you eat wow. the peppers, then you eat the wow. meat. Oh my goodness! That is wild. What, oh, what we have <laughs> you, learned today? Yeah, I mean, you know that that is different. The fries no. and the burger thing, I totally get. The not mixing of like the curry or stew is that is that a, is that is Shelby Knox exclusive. Yeah, this is a normal thing. No, it's not with everything. Like I'm not <laughs> like separating out. I'm not separating out like chili beans. You know, like mm-hmm. I eat chili. You know, just as is. But like we're gonna, we're gonna have with to find chunkier out. things. That's where you cross the line or draw the chili. line. Yeah. Is the chili? You're like, wow, the chili's too hard to separate. Well, that's the thing. Like in a stew, it's easy to separate, but in something like a chili, it's not. It's size dependent. <laughs> I've already got everything I needed out of this break. Wow. Wow. This isn't strange. Okay, no. no other it, people do this. Other people is, do this. It's not weird. It is definitely strange, Shelby. No, no it's we're, not. You are. We're waiting, we're waiting for someone to back you up in the text box yeah. here, Shelby, and it, uh, it's uh, not happened yet. Get in the comments, guys, please. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're allowed to eat how you want, but you got to admit that that is very different. No, it's not. I've done this my entire life. That's it's not weird. Oh. I look forward to the text messages. I I can eat it the other way. I just don't enjoy it. Which is fine. But you have to admit it's different. No. (laughs) No, there are other people who do this. Just because there are other people doesn't make it not different. (laughs) All right. Totally normal, guys. It's totally normal. We do have other things to talk about, right? I suppose. I suppose, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll start off in Hamilton. So Hamilton police have confirmed 20 charges have been laid after a pair of anti-lockdown protests that happened over the weekend. There were over 400 people who took part in the anti-lockdown protest on Saturday. It was in the uh, Kenilworth and Barton Street East area. And then on Sunday, there was a second protest, much smaller, only about 45 people there. Uh, that happened at Bay Street South and Main Street. But police say, yeah, the people there were not masked. And hey, those numbers are way over what the provincial guidelines allow for. So 20 charges have been laid so far. 
And it is, it's Earth Day today. I, I, I it is Earth Day. Today. I can barely remember what month it is at this point. I forgot that it is Earth Day. Is that Day. a conserve the energy kind of thing? Uh, yeah, this is just sort of the catch-all Earth Day. I, I don't think it's Earth Hour. That's a oh. different day. This is okay, well, Earth I just turned. I just turned my light off in my office just in case. Turn it back on. I have enough I'm, natural light in here to broadcast. It's fine. I, I mean, I sit in the dark all the time. I'm slowly becoming <laughs> Gollum. By the time you see me next, I'm, I'm going to be... Feral Shelby. Yeah. You're like, a dirty I, werewolf. <laughs> separating sit- her beans and stew. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in the dark, hunched over like a gargoyle. <laughs> everything separate, everything clean. Everything separate, everything clean. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> normal. It's fine. My favorite text message was, "Does Shelby eat her alphagetti alphabetically?" <laughs> no, that see, no, that crosses the line, right? I mean, that oh, takes that's too, too long. weird. No, you're right. That Shelby. takes too yeah, long. It's very no. weird. Yeah, bridge too far. Yeah. Very exactly. Weird. See, you get it. You get it. It's the big things. <laughs> All right. Before we let you go, can you tell us about this guy who bowled a perfect game with his dad? Wow. Yeah, so it wasn't just like a father-son bonding moment. No. Uh, there was actually a guy named John Hinkle of Illinois who bowled a perfect game with a ball that contained his father's ashes. I mean, that's a cool tribute. Was his dad like a big bowler? or? Uh, I'm not sure, but Hinkle himself is a two-time NCAA bowling champion. So okay. he said that his father did introduce him to bowling at a young age. I don't All know right. if his father was a prolific bowler, a bowler rather. I guess he's a boulder now, um, but uh, <laughs> pretty good. That was pretty, pretty good. good. I'm sorry. I was also going to play this. I'd like a finger bowl, please. But I was like, I didn't know if that was inappropriate because the guy's dead. Yeah. But well, you know, like you said, it's a fitting tribute. Um, I need to ask if I can borrow this because last time I went bowling, I bowled a four. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Get those bumpers up, Shelby. <laughs> That's what you gotta do. Uh, yeah, well, I was trying to be impressive and it didn't work out in my favor. By the way, Robot Carl, what do you want to do when you die? Spread me at the zoo. Oh, right. My wishes are clear. The Soper and Brown Show. 977 hits FM. My God, Shelby blew up the text box, didn't she? Yeah, she blew it up for sure. That was a <laughs> so, wild revelation. That she's got to separate it all. Yeah, if in you, a, like even in, in like a, like when she said it in a stew, that really that's something. Yeah, I, and, we made a soup last night here that had like like carrots, celery, roasted potatoes, and stuff like that in it. I'm trying to imagine going through it. I'd, I'd still be at the table eating it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I'd still be there. It, it it sounds like it would take forever. <laughs> and I know, like, and my mom's kind of like this, where she likes her food, you know, kind of separated and doesn't like things to mix. And some people are the opposite. Like, that's not the weirdest thing. But, like, to actually order it like and, like, kind of have a an order to things when you're, like, separating a stew is, that is unique. Well, it's to, interesting. To me, when you, you make a stew, because it's to meld those flavors together. So they all blend, yeah. I, if I wanted to have roast potatoes and carrots, I would just mm-hmm. I would make that and separate them. But the stew, the whole point of the stew is I'm melding. <laughs> I melt that's definitely the more and yeah. what what else I thought was wild was her, her well, the chili, I don't do that. Yeah, no. How is not, chili not where there. you draw the line? <laughs> you have to move the kidney beans to a separate pile. <laughs> There's not a lot of people in here who uh, uh, <laughs> Say that they're like Shelby. 
Great question. What if she realizes she missed a carrot partway through the bowl of stew? Oh, her whole night's ruined. You start, start over? Whole night's ruined. What do you do? Whole night's ruined. Man. It's and something. I, I understand that it is normal to how she lives mm-hmm. her life, but that doesn't make it normal. <laughs> and I stopped short of saying that because I didn't want to frustrate the Shelby. Somebody uh, texted and said, if she eats sushi, would she unroll it and pick the food out one at a time? She... <laughs> Just flat out doesn't eat sushi. Yo, yeah, she she's hates a, seafood. She's a no seafood, full stop kind of gal. And and the person said, well, you should ask her. We can't ask. Well, if, she'll say that. <laughs> she'll just say no. Shelby is a no-nonsense person. She's not going. She'll go down a lot of roads with us. <laughs> yeah. She's not going down that She's road. not going down the seafood road. No, so we're not even going to ask. Somebody texted in too and said, I'm thinking and I'm trying to think. And I, I imagine getting a four in bowling might actually be harder to do than getting a perfect game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. What a skill. What a gal. Man, I we can't obviously go to lunch with her right now. No. And she I'm, she I'm may never now. let us go to lunch with her again because I'm going to just be like watching her. Like, oh my god. Just watching intently. I asked her off air if she if she licks the peanut butter off her toast before eating the toast. <laughs> she and, said no, it's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some man. things you'll pick apart there's some things you'll separate there's some things that well, that's just crazy <laughs> we've went to lunch with her once one time but i wasn't no, watching it was, it was intently like, enough. It, it was the first day we met her yeah it was the first day we met her i wasn't watching her intently this would have been like the beginning of february last year yeah yeah if only we can go back <laughs> <laughs> Need the time machine. There's so many things I'd like to redo before COVID, and that's the top no of the kidding. list. Welcome to Machine. 905. 682 Call the machine anytime. Uh, a lot of talk about Shelby over the last 20 minutes or so. <laughs> and somebody wanted to call in, and, and, and maybe they knew we were going to have a giant conversation driven maybe. Uh, by a Shelby topic because they wanted to offer something up. Hey, guys. Uh, long-time listener. Great show. Um, I'm not sure what to do here, how to lead into this, but I was thinking the other day that maybe Shelby Knox needs an intro. Um, so I came up with a little ditty. I'm driving now, so I'm sure the audio is crap, but here goes. <clears throat> It's Shelby Knox, it's Shelby Knox, who's got the news and rocks. It's Shelby Knox, or something along the lines of that. Anyways, all right, guys, cheers. Hope you smiled. Look, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> Two things. I did smile. <laughs> and don't change a thing. <laughs> absolutely perfect. You got to play that for her. Yeah, yeah, we'll do you it in the intro. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. At least once. We've had many people, you know, like the the old we we did the outro of the machine for a little bit. We've taken yeah. it off since, but and we've had other songs that have come in mm-hmm. and we like people have upped the ante by playing their own guitar, their own instruments, <laughs> they have background music. So I had anticipated something like that. Whenever I hear Shelby Knox, I, I for some reason in my head I hear the 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 baby shark thing. Shelby Knox, Shelby Knox, Shelby Knox. I don't know why. I've heard that enough of my time. I try to. Block I bet you have. For me, it's like once every three months I hear it on a TikTok video <laughs> oh, from okay, my okay. wife's phone, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's the thing, right? <laughs> 
Let's get to this. Hey, it was uh, Clifford with uh, Joey. Uh, talking with Adam at the 409 mark of uh, Wednesday's show. All right. So, I, yeah, it was a little bit uh, muffled Four, there. But... 409 mark Wednesday's show, something and with Joey? Let me say this. I got four different Instagram messages about this one. Really? People were all, they were all over it. So much so that Adam actually clipped it himself and emailed it to me. Oh, he must have right got. On. They must have just got inundated with texts. And, okay. And he just he he, Let's check he, it out. he said a gift from me because I knew it was coming anyways. Here it is. I'll tell her. Hey, sorry, we can't go too deep. <laughs> Joseph. Yeah, let him eat there. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Adam. He he knew it was coming, and thanks everyone who did send it in. Well, that's awesome. Definitely have and, it this week. And get your uh, Dusk Walker T-shirts now. Oh, yeah. They're now available. I'm actually, yeah. I was looking. At, I was shopping around on them yesterday. I'm going to order a couple. Hell yeah! Look at you yeah, supporting. Man. Good for you. Support your friends. Yeah, I right? Agree. I agree. Uh, let's do whatever this is. Hey, coronavirus! What the hell's going on in here? Twenty <laughs> can't bring me down. Corner cut. Bring me down. No, bring me down. No, bring me down. St. baby. All right. Can you? Is, was that from a song? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I'm trying to think of what it is. Was it not a rage thing? Was it? I don't know. I, I had a feeling it was a song, but I couldn't. Remember. Somebody's gonna spot it here for yeah. me, but. Yeah. I couldn't pick I knew it was from some song, but I couldn't pick out which one. <laughs> was he like walking away from his phone? I you know like he started off up close and then just like kept cutting his promo as think, he went deeper into the cave. I think he was just jumping around the room, maybe. Yeah, good. Gotta get your exercise in somehow. Anyways. Golf golf's illegal. So. <laughs> <laughs> Stretch your legs, kids. All right. Uh a call for you, Carl. All right. From mm-hmm. Hey. Mike. Hey, sexy honey brown Carl. You listen. You told me to watch that Sam, that Sam Squanch show. <laughs> you didn't tell me that David Holdhouse, the in- investigative journalist who opens up the show of Sasquatch, is actually meatloaf. You that <laughs> mind is blown. <laughs> meatloaf is in the documentary no he's not meatloaf but he's just a guy in his 40s with longer hair he's a bit heavy set <laughs> much as <laughs> much as every bald man who's a little overweight is not me david Holhouse is not meatloaf <laughs> suicidal tendencies was the song the guy was yeah, uh was I singing there that. I there we go see that <laughs> uh okay um somebody wanted to drop down a riddle and let's. I want you to pick it out live, okay? Right. Pick it out live for me. Matt, you have an apple. Carl, you have an apple, and I have an apple. How many apples do you have? One. You have one apple. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you getting at here? That was his riddle. Was he hoping that I would have three because we're all together? That he was trying to trick us. Yeah. Well, I only have one. I did the same thing when I re- was recording it. <laughs> I just I was sitting there. I was like, well, I have one. And he's like, you have one. Like, All right. That's the worst call I've ever had. <laughs> I was waiting for like more to it. And I Dude, was like, oh, is this where I answered? <laughs> it was the exact same thing that I did. Tremendous. All right. On, onward and upward. Let's finish 
with another call for you, Carl. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Bigfoot. Carl, this is the Sasquatch. Don't believe anything you watch in that movie. <laughs> I have killed. I also had sex with Megan Fox. <laughs> really? Great thumbs. <laughs> Congrats on the sex, Mr. Squatch. <laughs> Mr. Squatch. Great thumbs. 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. So yesterday, Carl, on the machine, we got a call from somebody. Said they were watching Canadian Family Feud. Right. And one of the contestants looked just like Carl. They thought it was <laughs> Carl Brown. Yeah, and it's certainly not. It's absolutely not. No. <laughs> there were several people who commented on the Facebook page and like, I know this guy. And also, no. No, just not. <laughs> Doesn't look like me at all. Yeah, so it's it's the Maltar family. Uh, his name yeah. is Mike. Yeah. You can see the comparison over at our Facebook page. Yeah, there's a side-by-side there. Apparently, these guys were on, I guess, three episodes, I think, of Family Feud. And anyways, of course, because Hits Nation has uh, some incredibly long tentacles, the Maltar family... Has some connections to us and are even regular listeners. Incre- they're, they're, they're in the area. So, Mike, uh, not on the line, but Steve is on the phone with us right now, 905-688-9797. That's our phone number. Steve, good morning, buddy. Uh, wait, where, where, where do you guys live, by the way? Um, I live in Georgetown. My brother lives in Georgetown. One of my sisters lives in Georgetown. My cousin lives in Oakville, and my other sister, Miss Baca. We're all around each other. That's, so how did you... It, it, when did when did you guys uh, like film this? Okay, so we we did the application probably in the summer of last year, yeah. and then we did uh, like a whole bunch of producer meetings and stuff like that, and then we got the call and we actually filmed in November. Oh, it was November. Yeah, crazy. And did you, did get- did you film it in Canada or in the U.S.? No, it was at the CBC building in Toronto. Oh, right on. Yeah. Do they make you do, like, do you have to get tested and everything beforehand? Oh, yeah, yeah. We did, like, two COVID tests, like, one the week before and then one the day of. And now, is is Mike your your cousin or your brother in the photo? Mike, Mike's my brother. Everybody's my uh, sibling except for Dan. Cousin okay. Dan, who screwed up the ending and lost us <laughs> the last $10,000. <laughs> so, because you guys won, you technically made it to the final round of one episode or two? Uh, we, we made it to the third episode, actually. We we won two, and we made it to the third, and we went into uh, the sudden death uh, money round, and it was like the sudden death question where it's only a number one answer. Mm-hmm. And Dan, who is a martial artist, hesitated with that punch to the buzzer. <laughs> like the fastest, the fastest guy on the team, yeah. like hesitated. Like I have memes already on like Instagram and Twitter where he's like <laughs> hesitating. He was there and then he stopped and then oh. the lady, lady buzzed him out. That's crushing. So how Brutal. much? How much you guys end up walking away with? Like in twenty total? grand. How much? Sorry, twenty thousand. Twenty thousand? Yeah, we won two times. Man, that's nice. That's yeah, not bad my at all. Just killed it. And That's and great. a little uh, little tidbit for the for the show. The producers wanted the twins front and center, as you could tell by watching the episode. <laughs> it, was, it was supposed to be me and my brother doing the fast money, and they're like, "No, we want the twins." Yeah, we want the <laughs> twins. They basically said, "Get, get out of here." 
I'm telling you, man. It was all it's it? all produced. Like me and my brother were supposed to be like one and two, and they're like, no, we want the twins. And that's all they showed. It was like 90% my sisters on the entire filming of it. <laughs> they didn't want big, handsome Mike up front there? No, I didn't. I, that's what I thought. Like, handsome Mike and short feet. <laughs> yeah, because everybody has been saying that Carl looks just like Mike. I don't know if I see it, but. Oh, I don't know about that either, man. My yeah, brother's a pretty... redhead, man. He's a ginger. Oh, pretty questionable then. Well, he's bald in this yeah. picture, though. Yeah, he's 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 pretty shaved thin, but he's he's a redhead. He's a ginger. We're all kind of reddish. <laughs> incredible. So, is it, was it just like on a whim? You guys are like, yeah, I guess we'll sign up for it. No, you know what? We I I've watched Family Feud since like Richard Dawson days, man. I love that show. And what what was Jerry D like? What was what was he's, the whole... he, he's a bit of a dick. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he's like I think he's uh, let his fame go to his head a little bit. Like you're only Jerry D, bro. Yeah. Like come on, man. Matt, didn't you have a similar on-air experience with uh, Mr. D? I did actually have a not great experience. You had a co-host yeah, no, who asked him yeah. something that didn't go yeah, well, yeah. and he kind of he kind of went cold on it you. It doesn't surprise me, actually. Huh. Yeah. So, and what about the whole filming process? Like, was it a fun time, fun experience? Yeah, it was. It was really cool. That was all filmed in one day. We did that all in one day, three episodes. Yeah. How how right far? Now. How much of a break do you get in between each? Um, not much actually. We uh, got enough time to like change our clothes. And then um, we had one break during the day where they uh, catered lunch, which was really nice. Like, that was probably the best, best experience. They got some, like, I don't know, hoity-toity, like, Toronto restaurant to, like, cater for us. So it was, like, really cool food. They, they like, actually had cameras in the dressing room. To, like, so, you, I don't know if, like, maybe we snuck, snuck in a bottle or something like that. Like, they like they were watching us, man. Was, they like, keep an eye brother. on you? Yeah, they were spying on us. I just changed right in front of the camera. I'm like, I don't care. So they they make Soak you get up. they make you get changed in between each uh, episode. Yeah, well, my sisters obviously they change their dresses. I just changed my dress shirt. I was like, yeah. screw this, man. We're in the same suit, bro. <laughs> so, and you said you won twenty grand in total. Twenty grand in total, and cousin Dan uh, cut us out of the last ten grand, like with that last <sighs> last fast money round question. Like he just he could hesitated. Been, we had it. Like it was the easiest question. I don't remember. It was like. What do what do Canadians what do Canadian families most put their which sport do Canadian families most put their children in? Boom! What do you think? Canada hockey, bam! Oh. Number one answer. <laughs> and he hesitated. Like anybody can get that. What um what uh, so you guys what each got five? Four grand, four grand because there's five of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, five, five, yeah, yeah, five. Yeah, my math. Bad math. You, bad math. Yeah. You guys didn't cut Dan out of the winnings. No, you know what? He was a replacement. At the, he was a replacement to begin with. Oh, it was supposed to be my wife, and uh, it, something happened that we couldn't get her gotcha. in. So, what you? Like she, was, she was supposed to be the leader of the whole entire team, and she had like some uh, some work work issue yeah. that she couldn't make. What did you do it, with so. the cash? Oh, dude, I blew that in like ten seconds. <laughs> That's gone, man. Well, I just, did, you like, any, did you get anything cool? Did you buy anything cool? Barbecue, barbecue. That a boy. Well, yeah. look, we do appreciate you chiming in. Yeah, man. And uh, appreciate you listening, and I hope you have a oh, good dude, rest I of your day. I listen every day, man. Great show. That's incredible. That's Thanks killer, so much, man. buddy. Have a good morning. Congrats. Yeah, take it easy, brothers. Well, there he goes. There goes Steve, Carl. Steve of the fighting Maltars. <laughs> <laughs> How cool. Oh, man. I, I still can't believe that a random machine message led to all this about a guy 
who thought you played mm-hmm. Family Feud, and it turns out, yeah, they yeah. live in the area. Leads to us talking to the fan. If, if there ever, if there is ever anything that encapsulates the Soper and Brown show, that's yeah. it right there. And, and and also the classic, like, oh, you live in Canada, you must know Dave. <laughs> Look, yes, I actually do know. I Dave. do know I went to Dave. School with my brother, who's actually <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Soper and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. By the way, we were talking with Shelby off air about her bizarre, you know, different mm-hmm. ways that she eats food. Her it's it's interesting to me what she separates and what she won't separate. Yeah. Right? She she told us about the stew thing that she'll eat, you know, the bits of potato first, and the carrot first yeah. and then the beef on like a separate like yeah. she won't take a spoon that has like celery, carrot and beef on it, no. for example. No. But chili, well she mix that. It's fine. So we asked her off air. What do you do with a shepherd's pie? I'm dying to know mm-hmm. what you do with a shepherd's pie. I wish I would have recorded her. She says, no, you just eat the whole thing. It's its, it's, its own thing. <sighs> I thought for sure she was going to eat the potatoes separately, but no. Yeah, and she's like, no, you make it all as one thing, so I eat it as one thing. Well, you make stew as one thing. Stew is one thing. I don't know, man. I said, I said to her, I was like, I'm shook, Shelby. She's a unicorn. Yeah, she also confirmed she won't go to lunch with us anymore. Also, yeah, confirmed. <laughs> yes. Which is fair. Which is fair. Shelby, you enjoy a little extended uh, time off. You, you probably yeah. need it from us. Uh, Carl Brown, don't forget, anybody can sign up over at our website, 977hitsfm.com. Soper and Brown's Business Bump, trying to support as many small businesses as we can during these incredibly unimaginable tough times. We have our latest business of the day. We'll give away a little prize with it, and we'll explain who it is after treble charge on hits. The Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. So once again, head to our website, 977hitsfm.com. If you own a small business in the Golden Horseshoe area, make sure you sign up. Business name, a little bit about yourself. Over the next few weeks, we're just trying to help out as many small businesses as we can. The open, closing, open, closing has just, it's devastated so many businesses. And it's yeah, good. the inconsistency has been tough. Not knowing what to expect, you know, in your next couple of weeks has been obviously really hard to forecast. And yeah, lots of lots of businesses have, have gone through some loss here in the last little while. So we're going to try and give as many businesses a bump as we possibly can. And we're going to give away a little prize. We're going to spend $100 at each business that we choose, give it away to Hits Nation. And we're asking for your help to do that. Let's uh, let's start with, do you have the name of the business in front of you, Carl? I Brown? do, yeah. I've got the information okay. in front of me here. So today, you want to oh, do your thing? you better believe I do. Yeah. <laughs> we're having a look at Zap Zone Niagara. Zap Zone Niagara. Hold on, we talking laser tag here? We're talking laser tag. Four six zero five Victoria Ave in Niagara Falls, and I actually got so they, they applied through the website, and um, we let our promo team uh, go through all the submissions, and and pick the winners. I got an additional email uh, from. They gave Jay. some more info. Yeah, with a little bit more info about these guys. And uh, I'm going to read this here yeah, for please. you. It said, boys, uh, this is Jay. I actually played trivia and password a couple times with you over the last little bit. I think what you guys are doing with this business bump is a great idea. My father's and my family's business has really hit a low. We run a laser tag operation in the falls called Zap Zone Niagara. We've got a Facebook and an Instagram. You can check us out. 
There has been next to no business coming through the doors since last March at the start of the pandemic. Majority of the time, we've just been closed. And all that being said, we additionally lost my dad six weeks ago. Mm. The business is in array, and we are pretty close to having to close the doors for good. A soper and brown bump uh, would be huge, and just to hear us out there and get some recognition would be great for Zap Zone Niagara. So that was an additional email that Jay sent to us. Mm. He also said, P.S., the brown blizzard is far better. <laughs> he dropped that in there, not me. So <laughs> I just had to, I'm just reading verbatim here. <laughs> uh, Zap Zone Niagara. Well, look, first of all, to the family, I'm sorry to hear that. That's, uh, yeah, that, 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 that is loss. brutal. But look, this is where now we can step up. Again, as a community, we get a guy who's literally saying he doesn't know how they're going to be able to survive uh, the rest of this thing. So, And, you know, things you can do in addition to supporting them. Obviously, you know, we're going to, you know, grab a $100 GC for this place when it reopens. But follow their follow their social feeds, you know, Facebook and Instagram. Mm. Check out Zapzone Niagara. Follow them there. When you see updates, you know, comment, throw them a like. Things that you can do to engage with the brand so they see that people are uh, aware of their existence and that when things do open back up, maybe they can look yeah. for that business. Maybe they can hang on a bit longer. So it's a great point. ZapZoneNiagara.com is the website. You can check it out there. There's links to their social feeds there as well. And, and uh, you want to do this the same way well, we've done throughout the week here? Yeah, hold on. Because I'm just, uh, as I'm looking over the website and whatnot, I, I, I haven't even played Laser Tag in a long time. It's been a bit. But man, is it so much fun when you do. <laughs> Isn't it? It's a great time, man. Oh. That'd, be a, that'd be a great hit uh, team building exercise when uh, when everything opens back well, up. That's kind of what I'm I'm sitting here that'd thinking, be a blast. right? Yeah. Is is and this is what we talked about with yesterday's business, the martial arts studio. It's one of those things that I really feel like when the world does reopen, mm-hmm. you're gonna see a boom with a lot of places because people yeah. are dying to get out and try something. Question for you. Yeah. Hits FM team member you'd be most worried about in laser tag? Steve. Shelby Knox. No way, really? Yeah, I think Shelby would be a sniper. Absolute. No, Steve yep. would take it very seriously. Adam would be on his phone the whole time, wouldn't pay attention. <laughs> Actually, Adam would volunteer to be shot immediately. Yeah, so take me go. out. Joey, I think, could be solid. Bricks, Bricks would be solid, but I don't know if Bricks is like stealthy enough. Yeah, Bricks, Bricks moves loud, kind of like you do. Yeah, that's fair. I can hear you breathing before I pick you up in the morning. <laughs> so I think uh, I, I'm, I would bet. I, I feel like Shelby has like secret laser tag experience. Mm. It's just me. It's me mm. character building in my head. Might not even be there, but uh, it's it's a good time. Whatever you can do, whether it's a team building thing with people from work, something okay. to take your kids to to enjoy. It's there. Yeah. So so grab a couple of gift cards and get ready for when it does open back up. Support. Support these guys. Support a local business, local people who are trying to keep it alive. So if you can buy something ahead of time, that would be great. Visit them. As you said, give them likes, uh, retweets, anything on Twitter. Just some way to keep these guys going because, as they said right there, they're struggling. So we're going to spend some money over there, and we're going to give away some gift cards. The name of the business, Zap Zone Niagara. If you've been listening this week, you know how it works. If you're just tuning in, what we need you from you right now, create a tagline about the business. Some kind of tagline. Funny, serious, doesn't matter. We're going to read a whole bunch. Best tagline, we'll get the gift card. All right? Zap Zone, Zap Zone, Niagara. 977-977. Let's go. Welcome to the jungle. Guns and Roses, 977 Hits FM. It's a Soper and Brown Show, 824. The Soper and Brown business of the day. Zap Zone, Niagara. 
Are you giggling over there? I'm just looking at some of these taglines. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were trying to. No, no, uh, I just, I've got a few in front of me, and one of them is timely. Zap Zone Niagara. That's our business of the day. Uh, it's a laser tag spot in Niagara Falls. They've been hit real hard during uh, the restrictions. Basically haven't been open since March of last year. Yeah, and said so they're not sure how they're going to keep their doors open. Was hoping that you know through Hits Nation's generosity, maybe some people can uh, start purchasing things or, or pre-purchasing things. Yeah. And, and just try to help them out as, just as draw many some businesses. Attention, follow yeah. them on their socials, whatever it may Anything be. Like Any little thing will help. Yeah. Well, we are looking for taglines for the business. Best tagline is going to win $100 to spend at Zapzone Niagara. What do you got in front of you? Uh, this one's timely coming off Guns and Roses here. Axel Rose voice. Welcome to the Zap Zone. We got fun and games. <laughs> That's really good, actually. <laughs> I think you could use that legitimately. Uh, Zap Zone Niagara. Come in, gear up. Crop dust the room and fire away while they're distracted. Oh, that happens lots. <laughs> Zap Zone. Get real stoned and hit up Zap Zone. It's not just for the kids. That's the pen man guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good time, though, if you're going to do that. Zap Zone Niagara. We'll tag your ass. Not bad. <laughs> Zap Zone Niagara. I took my kid there for his 13th birthday and ran into my ex. That's when she found out I had traded her for a much younger model and significantly more sex. I don't know if that makes you a good... Well, all right, all right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, this one, I like it. Zap Zone Niagara. Lasers. They're not just for removing the hair on your wife's upper lip. <laughs> Let me let me hit the drum roll. I think I know which one you're going to pick. Yeah. Yeah, we're going with hair removal. Absolutely. That's the that's the go to. Love it. I like that one. It's succinct. It's funny. It came in from uh, Spencer in the text box, and that's the one I'm picking for Zapzone Niagara. What was the Kenny Loggins one? We didn't even get to that. I like that one. <laughs> it's interesting. Kenny Loggins' voice. Welcome to the Zapping Zone. <laughs> that might be better than Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> Take you right into the Zapping Zone. Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. What's the ultimate laser tagging song? <laughs> oh, man. Is it That's Danger a Zone? Question. A Danger Zone's great for, for getting in there, yeah. Um, Welcome to the jungle like, would be good. Some Pink Floyd or something like oh, that. Okay. Like some kind of some kind of spacey when you're in there, something ominous maybe. What if you got it's like it's like, all right, three, and so it's like this big announcer's so like beep three, beep yeah. two, beep one. <laughs> Go! Go! Oh, he's just running dreams. around. Like likely to start a brawl. They <laughs> <laughs> went in there and started throwing hands. I don't oh know what happened. Oh my god! I've never seen the twelve-year-olds get so fired up. <laughs> the twelve-year-olds. More like thin laser. Hey. Oh. Not bad. Zap Zone Niagara. Shout out to the family. They're going through a tough time right now in many different avenues and areas. But if you can support them, uh, check out their website. ZapZoneNiagara.com ZapZoneNiagara also on Facebook uh, and Instagram. Give them a like. Keep it updated. And if you can purchase something to try to help out that business, Hits Nation, you do incredible stuff to help out people within the community. And it's just another way that we can do that during this tough time. So shout out to ZapZone Niagara. Big thanks to everyone who did text in. And if you do want to sign up and you are a small business in need of some love, in need of a soper and brown bump, head to our website right now. Sign up. We'll have another one tomorrow. 977hitsfm.com. Now, now, 
It's time, time for Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, let's do another round of Florida headlines. Uh, Carl, you will be playing on behalf of Justin in Fort Erie, who's sitting on hold. Alrighty. Hoping that you can take that dub. And you will be battling our buddy out of Niagara Falls, Penman. Penman, good morning, buddy. How the heck you doing today? It's really hard to hear you over that music. I just I just paused it. Don't worry. Can is hey, it we, is it gone now? Yeah, we got a deal. I don't make noise. You don't make noise. <laughs> well, I was I was actually to pull back the curtain. I was trying to smoothly pull it down and was hoping you wouldn't say anything. Um, but, uh, and it happened anyways. So here. And man, are. how's the recycling business, bud? Uh, it's organics and yard. Right. Yeah, it's organics, Carl. Get your head Sorry. out of your ass. today, so, you know, it's fine. <laughs> um, all right, Penman, we are going to give you two headlines. One of them, completely real. The other, I have made up. You're looking for the real headline. Make sense? Makes sense. And do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Go first? Okay. Carl Brown, you sit tight. Will do. First headline for you, Penman. Birthday party canceled. After hired stripper robs everybody at gunpoint. Or was bank robber a man or a woman? Breasts may be a clue. I'm going to go with A. And you would be incorrect. That is the one that I made up. Bank robber, man or a woman, breasts may be a clue. Real headline. That was a real headline. (laughs) Carl. All right. Man breaks into barn is caught sniffing cows. <laughs> or man tries to bribe police officer with fully cooked ham. Oh, ham oh. Bobcat has entered the chat. Give me the cow sniffer. Cow sniffer is correct. Yes. Man breaking into Who? cows. Who could create that? Did you say moo? Uh, yes, uh, sure. For the sake of this uh, man, yes. Uh, pen man. Man punches landlord, kisses his wife, Jumps off balcony and breaks legs. Or. Badass. Man. <laughs> man, man breaks into X's house, ca- is caught pooping on carpet. Oh, it's got to be the pooping on carpet. That's got to be real. That is real. That badass headline was me, Carl. Was it really? That was me. I wrote you're that myself. Up, you're writing up some fanfic? Uh, you better believe I am. <laughs> headline two for you, Carl. Jupiter yeah. Man. Caught trying to hide 54 pounds of cocaine under his jacket. <laughs> or, lawyer argues deaf man isn't actually deaf, loses case when he is wrong. Uh, take me to the court of law with this one. You are correct. Yep. I was hoping to put a city in Florida in there. The city of Jupiter, in the hopes that I could maybe try to catch you with that. I don't know why. Is a little I could. geography? Yeah. yeah. Uh, nice. Okay. Penman means you have to get this correct to stay alive, pal. All right. Groom's leg stolen during wedding. Groomsman beat intruder and retrieve it. Or chicken eats rotten fruit, gets drunk, tries to fight donkey. It's gotta be A. The wedding one? Yeah. You are correct and still alive. 
Nice. There we go, baby. Uh, I thought the so chicken and the donkey. I, I liked that one. I thought I, I, wanted, I wanted that one to be true, but I was yeah. like, it can't be. Yeah, can it? I really thought I could get you. But hey, all that matters now is, Carl, get this correct. You're going to get a big dub for Justin. Get it incorrect. We'll go to a lightning round. Woman attempts to rob 7 Eleven with shoe, is caught after stepping on a nail. Or. Blockage in sewer turned out to be a giant poo. <laughs> I'm going to go with the 7-Eleven robber. The 7-Eleven robber, he says. Yeah. The nail stepper. Oh, Penman, what do you got going on over there? Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm working. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> the 7-Eleven stepper is incorrect. No Blockage in sewer turned out to be a giant poo. By the way, it was a giant... Winnie the Pooh stuffed animal. Oh. Winnie the Pooh stuffed animal. Which means we gotta go to a lightning round, boys. A number based question, as always. Yeah, I know, it sounds an absolute storm over there. (laughs) I'm turning you down for a second, Penman, all right? I've turned him down for just a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Number based question. It does not matter about going over. Okay. Closest, obviously, is gonna win. We're going to go with, and by the way, Carl, as always, you will go first. Penman yep. will go second. Of course. In pounds, what's the largest pizza ever created? Oh, man. In pounds? pounds largest largest pizza, pizza pizza ever created. I've turned you back up, Penman. I'm going to go. Answers quickly. Hold on. Carl first. Carl first. Go, Carl. I'm going to go 1,100 pounds. 1,100 pounds. Penman? What was the question? Uh, the lar- world's largest pizza. Guinness World Record weighed in at what? In pounds. Largest pizza in pounds. Go. Uh, 11.01. 11.01? Wow, the price is right. Mm-hmm. He goes higher. And he did pick correct because the correct Woo! answer, 26,883 pounds. Beg your pardon? Oh, wow. We way off. A 26,000-pound pizza, which was uh, built in South Africa. And that means, Penman, Man, you're going to be our big winner. Well done, buddy. Yeah, baby. Took it to overtime. You needed Carl to slip up there at the end, but... We got her done, and we're going to give you $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw, which is going to be tomorrow. We're going to try and make you a millionaire, all right? Nice. I'll take it. Right. Good luck, man. Well done. Congratulations. Stay on the line. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977. Text the show. You can call us to 905-688-9797. Where do you want to start, Carl? I'm going to start with one that's directed for you, Mr. Mm. Soper. Mm. Uh, Somebody texted and said, has Soper heard of the How I Met Your Father series? That's coming Uh, Yes, I have. You're a huge How I Met Your Mother fan. You named your son Marshall and your cat something else from the show that's irrelevant. Sherbatsky. And which your kids can't pronounce. No. And... They're making another one, I guess. It looks like it's for Hulu in the States. I'm not sure you yeah. going to carry it here in Canada, but I'm sure somebody will. So it's, stu- yeah, this dropped yesterday, and it's How I Met Your Father. And everybody initially thought, oh, so they're just going to, you know, do from the mother's perspective. Well, apparently it's a completely different story. Uh. So it's not like Ted's 
wife. It's not her story. It's it is about a woman meeting her husband and kid's father, but it mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the previous show. And starring Hillary Duff, from what I see, Hillary Duff is going to be the person. So where's the expectation level? My my hopes are so low for the the expectations. Oh yeah. my god, I think it's going to be trash. You're going to watch it though? Of course, I will watch yeah, it. I feel like it. I have to. Okay. But I expect so little. I think it's going to be awful. <laughs> it feels like like in the pitch meeting, Ugh. you know, when they're looking around going, God, we need we need something here. What can we do? And there's just like one guy who's like just head in his hands, exhausted, he goes, how I met your father. Do it. Is, that, it, is that any, yeah, all right, guys, yeah, let's break for lunch. Ten six episodes? Seasons, six ten. seasons. Order. Oh, six just, give it, <laughs> just give it to him. <laughs> Uh, I, I love this quote. This came in over the text box. I love this. Do either of you guys own a cast iron pan? Hands down, it's the best piece of equipment in my kitchen. Uh, yes, and yes, I, yes. I also do. Yeah. yeah, it's a locker set. In case you, uh, oh, in case oh, you're curious. Oh, fancy. And uh, I'm actually got a cast iron pot as well. Oh, okay. Well, that's assuming now you're just bragging. Jeez. Make some chili in in that pot. Putting it on the table, are you? I'd invite you over to eat some with me, but that's illegal. You can have a bowl on the the porch. Wow. (laughs) Bragging. Unbelievable. Uh, Here's here's Carl putting it on the table. Hold on. It was a joke about you having a small penis. Oh. I got you. It was a very light tap. I was like, wait, I was like, am I going to put the bowl down here or something? It was a light tap. No, it was your penis. I got you. It was your penis. Good job. Uh, Speaking of penis. That was a funny joke. I don't care what you say. Do you want a food question or a masturbation question? Well, go food. We'll go back to the penis. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, what food tastes way better than it looks? Something that you create that looks like total crap but tastes wonderful. So it's shepherd's pie can look a little mangled when you mix it all up, <laughs> but it's really good. You know what? It, I hated like canned tuna, like tuna sandwiches, oh, yeah. tuna salad. I, growing up, I thought tuna was disgusting because it looked really gross to me. Right. I love a tuna sandwich now. Dude, I grew up in a tuna melt house. Yeah. I grew tuna up in a tuna. Tuna melt is was, incredible yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to give this one to, um, have you ever had like sausage gravy, like the white sausage gravy, like sure. over biscuits? Sure. I got to give it to that because that sure. stuff looks like it will make you sick, but it is so good. We actually made some uh, at home last weekend. And you know what I used when we made it? I used my cast iron, uh, used my <laughs> cast iron pot. Well, I like these two answers just came in. Cabbage rolls and guacamole. Agree on yep. both. Yeah. They fair. both look like trash. Both taste great. Refried beans. Yeah. Uh, last one here. And you know what? We talk so much trash soaper. There's flurries falling outside my window. Ah! Uh, you're offered a list of everyone who has ever thought about you when they masturbate. Do you take the list? And what do you do with the information? I take the list and then I laugh at it. I don't know. I go, huh, wow. Like, really? Oh. Him? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd laminate it. <laughs> The Sober and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, pal, what did we learn on the show today before we get out of here? Uh, we learned that uh, in Iraq, their version of punk is extremely hardcore. Oh, my God. So this story came out. They're this was doing, back in your dink of the day here. They're doing a prank TV show where they are inviting celebrities to some quote-unquote charity event. They think they're visiting, um, like, a family or a charity thing or, like, a -a Make-A-Wish style event. Mm -hmm. One of those kind of things. They show up and are immediately kidnapped, blindfolded, 
and then thrown into a chair. Yeah. They get a bomb, uh, a, a suicide bomb vest strapped to them. <laughs> Guns pointed at them. They basically create an elaborate uh, prank in air quotes where they think they've been kidnapped by extremists and their families are at risk. And uh, have received some criticism for it. They make them put uh, do apology videos, uh, yeah. goodbye videos. <laughs> Ransom videos. And the whole thing in the end goes, gotcha. Gotcha. That has just to be pr- the worst idea I've just a, just a prank. ever heard. <laughs> like, that's going to be the worst. You're talking scarring for life. Yeah, man. One of the women passed out. Yeah, one of the men is out from seen, fear. One of the men is seen on camera crying, pleading for his life. That is a, a very unique approach to reality television. It's, uh, you pronounce it wrong. Awful. Yeah. It's an awful approach to reality that's television. It, yeah. and that's coming from somebody who loves reality TV. Anyway. That's true. Uh, we learned that uh, Doug Ford's laptop followed us both on Twitter. <laughs> somebody created a Twitter account called... A parody account. At Ford's laptop, because the news <laughs> dropped yesterday that he's isolating yeah. at home. And he's apparently... some issues. He doesn't know how to use a computer. Yeah. Which, and so, you know, a couple of people gave us a you know a, a hard time about saying yeah yeah you're losing listeners you're you're uh, you know you're sending people away because there's people who are computer illiterate and that's fine if yeah. you're computer illiterate you don't have significant influence on what happens in this province if I just you, have a higher if, expectation that's all if you run the province or you're the premier of any province you at the very minimum should be able to run a computer that's just a part of your job can send an attachment, that kind of thing. Yes. Basic stuff. Shouldn't be that hard. We had a chat with Steve of the Maltar family. When we get a job here, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. If we, if we get yeah. a job here at the radio station, right? Yeah. yeah. They say, they don't say it, but the one prerequisite of having this job would be turning on the microphone. Yeah, man. If I walked in here and went, uh, Ooh, I have uh, this board. How do I? Uh, what is this? What? Uh, I mean, some days it sounds like you're not operating the things properly, but that's just because you spit on things and bump into stuff. If I couldn't turn the microphone physically on... Yeah, it's kind of a starting point. People would look at me and go, what's wrong Mm -hmm. with you? How did they hire you for this job? Because the expectation would be... Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, John, who's over on the street over here, if I asked him to come in here and said, turn Carl on, and he can't do it, I'm not going to make fun of him. It's okay. But if, if I asked a radio host to come in here and say, can you turn this on? And they couldn't. Then I'm going to make fun of them. Yeah. The expectation is a little bit higher. It is. We talked to Steve of the Maltar family who was on Canadian Family Feud and found out that I, in fact, do not look like his brother Mike as opposed to what some guy <laughs> in the machine says. And a great microcosm of what the Soper and Brown show is. A machine message turns into a something from the text box, turns into I know the Maltar family, turns into the guy who was on Family Feud calling into us and dunking on Jerry D. And that's where we get where we get here. You can hear the full interview and exactly how Family Feud works on the podcast, yep. which will be up in about half an hour. We Finally, oh, sorry, I, am a, oh, I was going to say, we also learned that apparently I might be a kitchen one percenter. You are a one percenter. <laughs> Everyone was making fun of Carl because he admitted he has a cast iron pan, a cast iron yeah. pot. Yes. Uh, what else? You, you make your own soda. You're too good yeah. to buy your own sodas. So you make oh, your own soda. Have one of those, you know. Oh, you got the, both. Wow, he's the, got that. The air, uh, unbelievable. Airstream? I don't know what it's called. You got a fancy blender. You spent a bunch of money on. Mm-hmm. What else you got in that kitchen? You got a mixer. I got one of those big mixers. I bet you do. Yeah. How much you pretty... spend on your dog? Oh, bet it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Oh, I know it was. Must be nice. It is nice not having children. <laughs> I went to Europe a couple of years ago too. It was a good time. Oh, that actually must be nice. 
Just keep saving for that Disney trip, eh? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I want to do on the show. Tomorrow? Million dollar man laugh. <laughs> you know Everybody's wanna... got a price. Hey, hey, I'm trying to set up a show tomorrow. What? We should do a show of what's the <laughs> fanciest, like most one percenter thing you own in your most home. unnecessary thing. Yeah, that you like most luxurious item in your home. Yeah, I want to do mm. that tomorrow on the show. Some guy in the text box said he got a meat slicer. Like from like you would see it like a deli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to interview him. Forget Family <laughs> forget, Feud guy. I want to interview forget him. The Maltars. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah? Uh, okay. Ashley's up next. Carl, you go enjoy your Vitamix. Will. Making own soda life. Maybe I'll stretch out in one of my two bedrooms. Oh. We'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice keeps on calling me down the road. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Silver and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM.